welcome back to Pair Review Club. It's me, Bonnie. I'm back. I have not died. Just had a short hiatus because I've started a new job. Um, but hello to my pod friends, Jack. Hello. And Vicky. Yo. How's your new job? How is it? Look, this, we're in the new building, Melbourne Connect. We have a cool soundproof room. Oh, so fancy. Yeah, we are living in innovation. For example, you can walk into a meeting room and book it just by touching a button on a screen. So very happy with that. Um, but yeah, the first few weeks have been good. I was saying to Vicky, I was like, first few weeks were super full on because mm. there was so much like, meet this person, meet that person. Um, for a bit of context, I've started a new role at uh, Translating Research at Melbourne. So what we do is help researchers like anyone listening um, who has an idea um, and help them on their journey to create a startup company. Um, so that's what we do. But last week we had Melbourne Knowledge Week, oh, which yeah. was awesome. Um, but there was events on every single night. So it was like work and then stay on for networking events. So I am tired, but we're here. Cool. Um, awesome. So let's get into today's pod topic. Jack, what are we going to be talking about? Yeah, so let's start with a question. And I want to take you to the land of the rising sun, Japan. Ah, uh, Japan. Yeah. Japan. You... <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you guys been? I have been. First time I went was in grade 10, and my school did exchange with Japan. Exchange in Japan? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, it was two weeks, except for the fact that my school didn't learn Japanese. (laughs) What? So we went there. We knew zero Japanese. Mm. We wanted to learn some, but all of our host sisters just really wanted to learn English. Mm. So they would never speak to us in Japanese. (laughs) We'd be like, konnichiwa, like, hey, girl. (laughs) Gosh, that's great. So, yeah, take us to Japan, Jack. Yeah, okay. So, what's something that Japan does better than us? A lot of things. Public transport, sushi, cat cafes. Oh, yeah. Well, for listeners at home, if you said bakeries, you would be correct. And this is a science podcast. Just stay with me. Mm. Learning the science of bread today. I'm excited. Mm. So when you guys went to Japan, did you guys ever go to a bakery? I think I literally lived in um, off all the soft serve cones. <laughs> oh my god! It was in the middle of winter, like every single place but made the matcha soft serve. Matcha soft serve. Made the black sesame soft serve. It was so good. That is everything. So, but I think we did go to. I think I went to more like coffee cafes yeah. rather than focus on the bread. But mm. I have to admit, I do really love bakeries. So. Mm. Yeah, my parents always rave about this one bakery they went to every morning and they would make the shokupan. Yeah, in Japan. The fluffy milk Mm -hmm. bread. And they were like, somehow, all the bread buns were perfect. And it just pulls apart so soft. They're like always the same shape and same size. Like there's no defects. This is just Japanese perfection. Yeah, Mm. so good. So... Yeah, the bakeries are kind of like bread top or bonbons here in Australia. Do you guys mm. ever go to those? Yeah, love bread top. Get me that pineapple bun every mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I love a cafe named after me. 
Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so for non-Australian listeners, these are a chain of bakeries that mostly specialize in sweet and savory buns, pastries, and desserts. And they kind of have an Asian flair to them. Mm-hmm. My favorite, personally, is the pork floss bun or the pork floss hero from Smile Bread. Mm. I have never had a pork floss bun. No. Pork floss is great. I, I've never tried it. It freaks me out a bit because it's they like put, fairy floss but brown. Yeah, and also they put a lot of butter on <laughs> to kind of stick the pork floss on, but it's so good. Is it? Yeah. Just, I may have to try. Your cholesterol will thank you. Just go for a run afterwards. You're fine, Bon. Yeah. My favourite is bolo bao. Oh, bolo bao. Yeah, so that's pineapple bun. Pineapple bun. Pineapple bun. The one at bread top is so good because it's like so flat. Yeah. And it's just not dense. Like, somehow the bread is so soft, but the pastry on top is just like... There's something really satisfying about eating that bun out of that plasticky little box. Like the little bag. They give you a plastic bag for every Mm. single piece of bread. It's so bad. It's terrible, but like, it's like so satisfying. Um, When I was a kid, I used to just pick off the pineapple pastry bit. So is it like a hard bit on top of the... It's kind of like coconutty, like desiccated coconut. Like, I don't know how it, like, is delicious. And it's, like, very crisp, right? Okay. Mm. So I used to, like, pull it off carefully off the bread bit and, like, give my granddad the bread bit. So, like, the story in the family is Vicky would just eat the bread. uh, Sorry, eat the pineapple bit. Mm. And then granddad is left with this piece of white fluff. (laughs) (laughs) So kind of like the melon pan, I guess, except pineapple flavor. Mm. Yeah. Cool. So... How is this science-related, Okay, okay. So, I've got to say, I love the customer experience when shopping either at a Japanese bakery and, I guess, similarly to one of our home bakeries here in Australia. So, let's imagine the experience. Let's close our eyes. For those at home, you can join in as well. You walk into the store. Bing bong. Oh, that's nice. You pick up your tray and your tongs. Classic plastic tray and tongs. Mm. Great. Such good service. You travel to the different cabinets to pick and choose what you like. Ooh, a Danish. A custard donut. Or my favourite, the pork floss bun. You move up to the cash register. You pay for your purchase, your items get bagged, and you're off to enjoy a delicious bread. Nothing like that. Wow, you've really just taken me through bread top. (laughs) There's a sense of power... Bonnie's eyes are still closed. Well, you can open them now. That was really calming. I think you should um, join Headspace and make like a go to sleep podcast. Do a sleeping yeah, pod. You should do. You're very you got calming that voice. voice. Mm, thank you. Mine's just abrasive and high pitched, <laughs> but you know. There's there's a role for everybody with every kind of voice, but in this experience, right? There's a sense of power, delight, childlike wonder, and like where else can you really get that? It's just the perfect combination Mm. with the result of bread. Yep. Yeah. So in Japan, what's particularly incredible about these bakeries is that they have such a huge variety of items, like upwards of tens to hundreds in some cases. So whatever you're in the mood for, they'll probably have something you want. So now I want you to close your eyes again, but instead of being your customer... I'm ready. I'm ready to close my eyes. They're closed. Okay. But instead of being... looking forward to a nap today. It's perfect. (laughs) So instead of being a customer, imagine you are working in one of these bakeries. Yeah. I've walked up to your register. I've just put down my tray of 15 different breads. You need to tally up the totals. You've been trained to try and remember the cost of the 113 different items you have in store, but you can't remember. Is that a donut or is it a corona? Is that chicken or prawn? Is it Danish 110 or 125 yen? How much is it with tax? You overcharge the customer. Your manager is angry. 
You're fired. So was it pork floss or fairy floss? <laughs> it was both. <laughs> oh my god. Bloody hell. If only there was a better way. Well, there is. And today, bread, biomedicine, and technology collide with bakery scan. Have you heard of bakery scan before? No, I have not. So please enlighten us about what bakery scan is, Jack. So ba- Sounds like my alley, not my alley though. Bakery scan is a pastry recognizing AI or artificial intelligence. <gasps> Uh, okay. AI is intelligence on machines and can list a list of variety of intelligences such as reasoning, planning, learning, movement, and perception. So what Bakery Scan does is recognize the shape of different breads and pastries and assigns the correct cost to them. And this all happens in seconds. So there's a video that I might link in the description. Do you guys want to watch the video now or later? Um, we'll watch it afterwards. Okay, we'll yeah, yeah cool. but you can... Give us the whole experience of it again. Yeah. We can close our eyes if you'd like. <laughs> so now imagine you're working in your bakery. Yeah. I put down 15 items, 15 different items, and you're a bit confused as to what they are. But you turn to your pause. It says, bakery scan. You press the go button. It scans every single bread item in just a few seconds and gives you the exact cost. You are not fired. You work another day. Oh my gosh, it saved my job. It saved your job. Wow. My job. <laughs> is it like on a conveyor belt and it's like scans through no. a box? Like what? You just put what it down and there's like a camera somewhere along the register that just has a look at the bread. So I'll, I'll, I'll get into this and a, a bit of how it works. Okay. As I tell this story. So for just around the cost of 20,000 US dollars, you too can have the convenience of bakery scan and never have to manually run a pause again. Surely this is just a camera that recognises different shapes of bread in which, like, any camera can do. Why is it $20,000? What is Hirashi or Hisashi doing? Hisashi Kame, yes. So Hisashi Kame is the founder of Bakery Scan. So what he specialised in was, was softwares. Um, yeah. And there is a problem which we run into um, in a second, but as you'll come to find, AI does have trouble recognising different shapes of lots of different things and I don't know if you guys know about sometimes when you fill out those captures on uh, websites we have to rec- we like press oh, all the crosswalks yeah. Yeah. yeah you're feeding information to those, mm-hmm. to those systems and yeah. they actually need a lot of information to do so yeah. so um, these things actually are quite um, artisanal so to mm-hmm. speak so yeah Hisashi Kame late into Japan's economic miracle in 1974 a teenaged Kame started working at Matsushita Electric Works now commonly known as Panasonic. Oh. So here he would manage relations with IBM, but at night he would take computer classes and would take a liking to them. Mm-hmm. This will get to bread in a sec. We'll, we'll okay, get, we'll get cool. there. I feel like we're getting the science part of it now, which I'm interested in, but I'm really keen for the bread On the part. Bread. So uh, Kambe um, hails from Nishiwaki City in the, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's the Hyogo Prefecture. So in his late 20s, he would actually come back home and work at a local job training center where he would teach computer classes and also his family's lumber mill. So he's chopping wood, teaching people probably how to use Microsoft Word. He can Jack do it all. Trade. Yeah. <laughs> Does it all. But um, as more Western-style houses were being erected, Kambe decided to focus more on computers. And he started a software company working with NHK, which is a television broadcaster in Japan, one of the mm-hmm. biggest ones. Yeah. We actually have an NHK channel that broadcasts here to Australia, I think, if you have. Interesting. Uh, Foxtel, which is our version of cable. Yeah. 
So Nishiwaki is considered a textile town, and back in the 80s, textiles were woven by planning programs. And so these were actually cards that would resemble sheet music. So you would write on these cards, I believe, and then you feed it into a, a machine and it'll start weaving your different textiles. But even the smallest errors on these planning cards uh, could lead to disastrous results, like you'd get an entirely incorrect woven textile. Right. So Kambe, being the computer and software whiz he is, developed Subaru Texin. That, does, that allowed Sorry. designers to... St- was that your Japanese accent? It was bad. It's really... You did well there. Super Texan that allowed designers to simulate the design process to avoid potential errors. And you could actually have a look at your designs, choose different color palettes. So he was very good at designing these softwares, mm-hmm. but it did really badly. Until yeah. he broke a distribution deal with Mitsubishi. So he's already had quite a good CV at this point. Um, he's working with these big Japanese companies, yep. Mitsubishi, pretty Panasonic. Young. Yeah, pretty young. These are household names that even are quite uh, common here to uh, the West. So in this, Kanbe would then establish Brain Co. Limited. Uh, Brain would continue to make softwares that could render different graphics, such as bridges or kanji characters. Or he could have softwares, or he would develop softwares that can recognize certain objects, such as bread. Okay, so this is where the bread comes into it. This is into where the it. bread comes in. Okay, so parallel to this, market research on new bakery ventures found that bakeries that sold more varieties of items would make more money. According okay. to the New York Times, a bakery with 100 items could double the sales of a bakery offering 30 items. And 30 is already a lot. Mm. And 100 is even bigger. Even yeah. So next, they also discovered that items without any packaging would sell three times as much as those that were individually wrapped. Mm-hmm. People would think these unpackaged items were fresher, and so that's yeah. why they... Yeah, like they've them. just come out of the oven, put mm. them all out. Yeah, so looking real nice. But if you think back to your bakery experience as the employee, hundreds of items, no barcodes, you have to remember everything. And so mm. you don't need a PhD to recognize that this is hard and this is a problem. Yeah. We need bakery scan, Kame most definitely said to his board meeting at Franco. That was his eureka moment. We need bakery (laughs) scan. (laughs) So throughout an arduous R&D, bakery scan was developed and achieved a 98% efficiency. Any false positives or...? I'm assuming that's what those 2% were. Mm, Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not a pineapple bun, it's actually a custard bun. But he gets most of it right. It's most of it right, exactly. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, what about fillings on the inside that you can't see mm. on the yeah, outside? Yeah, like, is there thermal technology or, as well? Yeah. Or does the bakery know not to confuse that and they make it, like, a different shape? I would have to assume it's the latter. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I don't think it has thermal scan. surely no bakery scan is that good. <laughs> no. But I don't I think know. different fillings are It takes selling this bakery scan to me and I'm like, maybe I need this in my own This version of Bakery Scan at 98% efficiency still isn't the version that was distributed. Mm-hmm. So it's already doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. At this point in time, it featured subsystems like Magnet, mm. which could even recognize pastries that had been accidentally torn into pieces or into parts. So it could look at those shapes and reassemble them mm-hmm. and be like, that's a broken cronut. Mm. Okay. It was noted that initial difficulties they ran into was the AI having difficulties distinguishing between a carbonara sandwich a ham corn, and a minced potato. 
So despite this efficiency, the ham corn carbonara sandwich was still apparent. Until the next major development that came in the way of introducing a backlight. So by putting the backlight underneath these breads, mm -hmm. Bakery Scan could then assess the outline, the contours, and the colors of breads. So that maybe might be how they can recognize the kinds of fillings. Yeah, that's some real detailed stuff. Mm, yeah. So by 2013, Bakery Scan, now backlight enhanced, was ready to tell ham corns from carbonara sandwiches. <laughs> We're Bakery... on. <laughs> what? I love it. We're, We're on. on. We're on. We're, We're on. Here. We're here. So bakeries were rocked hard. Bakeries. They were rock hard or? Rocked hard. For bakery scan? The world of bakeries was disrupted. The, yeah, yeah. Oh, like shook. Shook. Bakeries not, all over the world no, were shook. Not erect from bakery scan, so you can cut that <laughs> out. That was inappropriate. Uh, bakeries were rocked hard. Bakeries were rock hard. And never the same. And never the same. So, <laughs> it's 2017, years have passed. Bakeries are yucking it up with high sales and high efficiencies. It truly was a good life. But where could Bakery Scan go next? Southeast of Nishiwaki at the Louis Pasteur Center for Medical Research in Kyoto, a television segment about Bakery Scan was aired. A doctor, intrigued at the segment, took pause. Bread burnt into his mind. With a sample of- My life. <laughs> <laughs> Bread forever on Vicky's <laughs> mind. Uh, with a sample of cancer cells, he looked down a microscope, eyeing off the shape of these cells. He then We're going into a science direction now. Mm, yeah. Wow, I did not see this coming. <laughs> he then looked over to some bread, then back to his cancer cells, then back to some bread. Ooh. Bread. Cancer cells. Bread. Cancer cells. I'm thinking there's a link here. Mm. Don't you think bread kind of looks like cancer cells? The light bulb moment hit. The doctor called up Brain with a wild proposition. And I like to imagine the doctor at this point had to run through many hallways to get to the phone and he'd mm. puff and pant and he'd be like, hey, bread, it looks like cancer. And with that, Brain and pathologists were off to evolve their pre-existing AI to one that can identify cancer cells. Cool. From bread so to cancer. So it just becomes miscellaneous scan, essentially. Yeah. Or like pan scan. Pan scan. Pan scan. Pan scan. Pan scan. That's a good name. Scan no, anything you want. Well, it kind of works as well because um, pan or pan as it's spelled. Oh, the, oh so it's P -A -N. bread. bread. In, yeah. Yeah. That's obviously where my idea came from, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in the time since then, Bakery Scan was presented at scientific conferences with high profile presenters such as those from Stanford and Harvard. Mm -hmm. So it was really gaining some clamp. So it actually evolved to recognize cancer cells? Yes. Or like yes. different cell types? It did, yeah. yeah. But at this point in time, um, at these conferences, they were just shopping the idea around because uh, mm -hmm. the doctor was like, we got this idea, but we need more thought put into it. We mm -hmm. need to decide whether or not it's worth to progress. Mm -hmm. And so he'd go to these uh, scientific conferences and everyone would be talking about like machine learning and deep mm -hmm. AI. And he'd be like, he likes bread. <laughs> That is the poster that I want to go to with yeah. the hundred breads. Like, I will try that. Yeah. I mean, I can't relate to deep machine AI learning, but I can relate to, to what bread. kind of bread I want. When Bakery Scan was encountered, certain individuals uh, questioned it, mm -hmm. and they asked why it was developed in its specific way rather than using deep learning. Um, and there's a bit of truth to this. So, as I mentioned before, um, deep learning is when often captures are used and you're feeding a lot of data mm -hmm. into these. So, you're going to build up, it's like database, essentially. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it enables these AIs, I believe, to be able to be used for a whole different range of stuff. So you might present it as one thing and it might be able to be retrofitted onto something sure. else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess this is what Bakery Scan is trying to do. Like you want to get it onto other yeah, yeah. items, I guess. The, the issue, I guess not the issue, but the way Bakery Scan was made was not or is not the way we would make AI now. Yeah. It's very specialized. You give it a specific domain yeah. of... Is that because you like tell there's only 100 breads mm. and you just have to recognize 100 yeah. rather than like building upon each new bread yeah. that you see? Yeah. So if you were to feed it, say, like two breads of the same kind, it could achieve at the beginning a 20% efficiency, bumped up at the six and 90% efficiency. Mm-hmm. Very efficient in achieving efficiency <laughs> as opposed to deep AI where you're feeding in hundreds and hundreds upon mm. of examples there. So... It does take a bit more time. So Bakery Scan, and I like to quote this from the New York Times, which I'm actually paraphrasing a lot from, is that this AI Bakery Scan uses is a lot more artisanal, is more specific, and as a result, maybe a bit more difficult to retrofit back onto cancer cells, but they've still done it. So Brain is still pulling the hard yards to try and develop this into a distributable cancer recognizing software. So they've now called this cancer cell detector Cyto-AI scan or Cyto-I scan, and it's being tested in two major hospitals in Kobe and Kyoto. And this software is now capable of whole slide analysis. So Halo needs to watch out. (laughs) It can identify cells uh, that are likely cancerous and shows the scores based on a number of factors such as visual features like cell roundness, nuclear color tone, cell size and where genetic material is most dense. This is amazing. Yes. Who needs to do facts anymore? I know, Just right? put it through the bakery scan. Yeah. Side-away scan. Side-away mm. scan. So it's trying to like take over the role as a pathologist, essentially? Or at least to guide pathologists, yeah. to make yeah. the process more efficient. The whole idea is not to replace them, um, because there is a whole lot of subjectivity mm, um, to definitely. this topic here. But it works at the moment. Oh, it works in the way they're testing it at the moment which is really good. Yeah. I mean, I think back to Halo, that recognizes colors mm-hmm. as opposed to individual features. Yeah. So this is um, a whole of a step up. So Brain or Kambe claims this software has achieved a 99% accuracy, which is nothing short of amazing. And when asked how this software works, did they opt for deep learning? Kambe, with a smile, looks up and says, original way, same as bread. Mm, so wholesome. So wholesome. <laughs> wow. Who would have thought bread and science would like interconnect like that? I know. I didn't expect it to come back to our domain, cancer cells. I thought you were just going to teach us about the science of AI, to be honest, and of bread scan, which is obviously very cool, but to be able to relate it back to something that's relevant to us and also just, very, I, don't, I don't know, like biologically related, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I came across this on Facebook. Mm. So there's this one extended Facebook friend I have and he always posts like really interesting posts and then one of them came on and was just a headline bread AI can recognize and detect cancer cells and I was like I have yeah that is clickbait yeah. that that's awesome I would go for that yeah. they're also interesting and sounds pretty legitimate to be honest yeah yeah so brain has a website um, mm-hmm. it's all Japanese so I can't read much mm-hmm. of it but they have a whole range of different AIs um, it looks really cool and they've packaged all their softwares um 
uh, to be purchased. And so I, it's a commercial product already? So bakery scan is. I don't think Cyto AI scan is just yet. I can't find any studies on Cyto AI scan yeah, just yet. Yeah, papers use Cyto scan, sorry, Cyto A scan to help with their work or not? I don't think so. Mm. But it sounds like it's still pretty much in its infancy and yeah, like yeah. pilot phases. I think they're still working on it. I think the benefit as well is um, this would be a company-driven mm-hmm. research project, so they might not need to publish just yeah. yet, or they don't need to get funding in that sense. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, it sounds cool. Yeah. Maybe in a year's time we'll have Cytoa scan in our labs, which would be pretty cool. So or good. Bonnie might be helping them with the startup. Hey. Let's get them to commercialize. Yes. Yeah. Although it sounds Maybe. like they're commercialized already, I guess. We should just apply for funding mm. and say, we need bakery scan. Maybe not Sideway scan. We also need the bakery that goes with it. Yeah, we, we'd ask for a package deal for the mm. software. Bonbons, the please be listening. Oh, bonbons, mm. yeah. I, I am a bonbons proponent. I will say I will take bonbons over bread top. See, I've actually never been to bonbons. You haven't? No, I haven't. I'm a bread top gal. Yeah, I've never been to bonbons. I've only walked past it and I, I feel a connection. But it's never <laughs> open. Really? Yeah. Where is bonbons? Um, There's one the in the city. Yeah. Bread top's just in Box Hill, like your OG yeah. like, place. Um, yeah, there's bonbons in Box Hill, Doncaster Shopping Town, Westfield. Yeah. Um, Where the Asians at? <laughs> there is a bread top. It is true. It's yeah. really interesting that this um, Hisashi Kanbe, he decided to specifically focus on bread. Like, yeah. although he sees this, like, gap in the market, which is, you know, bread stores making heaps of money. Mm. And the more bread you have, the more money you make. Like, yes, that's really valid. But how does one, like, connect that back to his AI? I yeah. find that really fascinating. I have this feeling, like, I don't know what he actually is like. But mm. when reading this, I have this feeling that he's really down to earth. Like, he's solving people problems all the time like the textile stuff Mm. and now bread just like just very like relatable things and not trying to be too high tech or complex with his his problems Mm. that he's solving like obviously the technology is very um, well advanced Mm. um, but he's really kind of trying to help like everyday people yeah exactly who doesn't want bread and he's very steadfast maybe celiacs but (laughs) He's very steadfast in his ways, I guess, because he never ever diverted from the original way of developing his AI. Yeah. So many naysayers saying just use deep learning, and yet he didn't. And I guess there's a bit of that that I respect. Mm. I think often, he's got his own way. Yeah. Yeah. Like I often I would like to try and take the easy way out, but you know, this sort of story makes me want to power through and mm. stick my guns. There's the um, video I've linked in the... Can we watch it? Yeah. We can have a live reaction. Oh, bread. That came up for me as well. <laughs> Both Vicky and I just Googled bread, bread scan, scan, and in images, it's just a bunch of sourdough breads. Alrighty. You ready? Yep. Here's the bread. She presses the little capture button. Bang. All those breads are instantly recognized. Different breads. Very cool. It's like a second. It's like a second, and every single bread is identified. Oh. Can it do even more breads? Yes. yes it can. <laughs> so satisfying. Wow. I think the different colors as well represent how likely it is to be that item. Because oh. you can see there's like um, like a yellow one yeah, here. Like... So like that one is very likely to be a palm cheese focaccia. That's cool. Oh, pineapple cheese focaccia. Focaccia. <laughs> I can read that. Oh, I can read a bit of Japanese. <gasps> 
Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were just bullshitting, but you're being legit. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, awesome. That is super cool. Yeah. I want to share an app with you guys. It's mm. um, my cousin uses it. You take a photo of any plant. So um, say you like you know. Old news bunny. Oh, is it? Is it? So okay, you you like walk around like, like see this really cool scan. plant. It's plant scan. Plant scan. You don't know what the plant is, but you want to know what the plant is, so you mm. can buy the plant. So then you just scan it, take a photo, and then it tells you it's something, something. something. Like phylum or whatever. Yeah. Oh. The, like the scientific name. Yeah. That's cool. I need that because I have very poor vocabulary mm. in most plants. And my girlfriend always tells me, she'd be like, what's that? I'll be like, a tree. Yeah, I only know the basics. Like mm. peace lily. Monstera. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Mm. Cool. But we can drop that link um, as well for plant scan, as well as this YouTube video on bread scan, which is a must see. Mm. So good. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us at Pear Review Club on Instagram and Twitter. And we also have an email. I will drop that in the description. Why can't we just make a new email? That's true. We should just make a new email. Mm. It, the current email is the.pear.review.club.pod. Oh my God. At gmail.com. Because everything else is taken. Everything else is taken. Everything else is taken. I think. Why can't we just go PRC or is that going to have troubles with China? They don't use Gmail. They don't use Google. No. PRC at gmail.com. Yeah. Anyway, work in progress. Yeah. We'll keep you updated. Yeah. But otherwise, uh, have a good week and we will catch you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Someone was getting their teeth pulled out and they had their shoes off. They were just friggin' chilling. Maybe it was like the classic like Chinese dad. Like, thinks he has to take his shoes off. Yeah, it's like I can't enter. <laughs> <laughs>